Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, we're back. We're extra black today. We're brown and be I'm like, like waiting for Mandy to jump and she's looking at me like, where are we going with this? No, because I was just sitting here kind of like I'm still buzzing from from our conversation with today's guest. Y'all, I think I might have had, you know how Tiffany always says that Christina and Amon were like her life-changing, mm. life-changing episode of Brown Ambition. I feel like Terry was my life-changing episode Amazing. of Brown Ambition. I have so much work to do, but she truly has inspired me yep. to actually now... She has helped me see, I know stuff about trading. I know some mm-hmm. things, okay? I'm ready to take it to the next level. And I feel like Terry just was so, I don't know, Tiff, she's so calm. Yes. And she is so the antithesis of anything I've ever thought or seen when it comes to people who trade. Yep. Like, I didn't know people like Terry existed. She's she just calm, seems so she's kind, normal. she's knowledgeable. Um, I just think you guys are going to like love, when I say love this interview, it's the type of interview that you're going to want to share. You know how we always like, make sure you share with your friends, make sure you share in group chat. You, We're not even going to say all that because you're going to want to, because it is transformative. Make sure you listen to the end because we are partnering with Terry to do something really fun with our BA listeners. Child, it's going to be transformative for the lives of some of our BA listeners. And I think it's just going to be super exciting. Uh, awesome. And did we even say who we're talking to today? We're just like, oh, oh yeah, girl, Terry, Terry, Terry. no, we did <laughs> Terry Gioma. Is that how you pronounce it? Terry Gioma. Um, she is the founder of Trade and Travel. Mm-hmm. And listen, everything you need to know is in the name. Mm-hmm. This woman has become a multimillionaire just in the past few years, right? Yep, yep. Not only has she been trading her way to wealth, but she has been teaching in such a wonderful way. I mean, she has the number one or had the number one course on Teachable. She still does, how much girl. Has, Still does the number one course on Teachable. Like Mm -hmm. how many courses are there? She has taught hundreds of students from around the world how to earn supplementary income with trading. They're living their best life. And with Terry's course, hopefully so can you. But we got some free advice from her today um, and kind of learn more about her, her investing philosophy. Mm -hmm. And I think the best thing that I learned that I learned from Terry was how small you can start with and how you don't necessarily need tens and tens of thousands of dollars to make a little bit of money that can truly change. It can certainly help you reach your goals and real and ultimately maybe even change your life. Yeah. I'm just excited for you guys to hear because it's just, it's a departure from, you know, like the bro culture sometimes that investing can be. So to hear yeah. from this amazing woman that's literally kicking ass and taking names, I would say that Terry's not, she's so Christian, so she's not going to say ass like me. Um, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking, kicking booty and taking names. Saving no. lives with the yes. money that she's earning. Oh my gosh. She's just amazing. So I just cannot wait. So without further ado, we've got my fave Nigerian trader. She's here. <laughs> we've got Terry with Terry from Trade and Travel. Um, if you don't know Terry, I'm sure you've seen folks holding up plaques that They've been able to trade to make $1,000 in a day. That's one of her goals that she has for her students. And um, Terry is amazing. I um, decided when I took my six weeks off is one of the things that I did with my time that I invested in the course. I called you, Mandy. Remember, I was like, Mandy, I'm going to be a bajillionaire. Remember, I, called <laughs> I was like, I'm learning and I was like, to trade. <laughs> aren't you supposed to be on vacation? But okay. <laughs> I know. I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, it's what I really love about Terry is that... Um, 
not only is she like a dope sister who's teaching stuff to to everyone that we might not normally have access to. I also love that prior to this, like myself, she was an educator. So when I took her course, I could I could see it and I could feel it. And I was just like, oh, this is from someone who understands the the learning process of of adults, you know, because I didn't feel overwhelmed. So welcome, Terry. Hey, Tiffany and Mandy, how are you? We're doing great. It's so nice to meet you. I do feel like uh, Tiffany is one of your many fans who I have just, <laughs> but I've been hearing them rave about you. And I started following you on IG and I love, you just seem so positive and you make it seem so possible. You're like, just casually, yeah, I made a hundred grand today. I'm just going to go to McDonald's now and grab some dinner for the family. I just made that up. I don't know if you actually <laughs> eat McDonald's, but <laughs> do you like McDonald's. Their chicken sandwiches are on point. I mean, the nuggets, yeah. I'm not quite sure that's real meat, but, but the sandwiches. Absolutely. It's not, you know, but yeah, delicious. <laughs> What I, I'm dying to know, how did you get into trading? So mm -hmm. you, I think you and Tiffany have this in common. You both have a background in education. Is that right? Tell me about yeah, that's Terry right. pre-bajillionaire status trading every day, <laughs> all not all day, because you've somehow managed to still have a life, which really goes against the image I had in my head. You know, you try to tell yourself a story so that you talk yourself out of something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, trading's not for me. I don't want to be tied to a computer all day. I don't want to like not see my family and be stressed out all the time. But you're doing it in this phenomenal way where it still seems like you have all your marbles and you're able to have this fun, whole, you know, life. Um, so I'm excited to hear about that. But let's start at the beginning. Where did you? Yeah. yeah where? How did you get your start in trading? And, and what were you doing before that? You know what's crazy? I actually learned about trading in high school. I did this program called LEAD, and it's where they like take kids who are doing really well in school and they put them into business schools. So I went to Northwestern University and they showed us how to trade stocks. Well, actually, they showed us all kind of business stuff. Before that, I wanted to be an architect. And then they took us to the business school and they were like, OK, guys, these are all the things you can do in business. And they took <laughs> us to the Chicago Stock Exchange. So that was really my first introduction. What? No one ever yes. says that about school. I think I mean, I built the paper rocket in school. That was the highlight of my, <laughs> that's amazing. You know what's crazy though? Like my senior year, Google had their IPO. So if you can ah. imagine, Google was just coming out. It was $83 a share. And I had just heard in this like summer program about stocks and trading. So I went to like every teacher, every, like I went to my grandmother. She was like, girl, we ain't got no money. I don't know what to talk about. But then I went to my teachers and was like, how do I get into this? Nobody knew anything. And it's kind of cool because now full circle, I'm teaching people. And I'm like, if my, first of all, if I had known what to do, I would, I'd be so much further ahead now. $83, now it's over 2000 Or it goes kind of back and forth. But like, gosh, like how much different could my life have been? But then again, like what if my teachers had known what to tell me when I went to them interested and trying to do something different and trying to improve my life? What if they knew like, oh, the first thing you do is open a brokerage account. Okay, you don't have that much money, but $83, Tracy, or my name is Terry Latrice, so that's what my teachers would have called me back then in high school. But they would have been like, okay, if you keep your job at JCPenney, because I was I was a, a JCPenney's girl. I worked at the watch counter. Oh, if you keep goals. your job, you can take, I know, right? <laughs> you can counter. take that income and just put it into a brokerage account. Like, what if they knew how to tell mm. me that? But they didn't. Mm. And I ended up going to MIT for undergrad because I still wanted to know. Smarty I already. Majored in just like, you know, let's go to the pause. She just slipped that in, MIT for Went undergrad. to MIT. Like, what girl. Did <laughs> what did you study at MIT? Management. I was going to manage all the engineers. Got it. Yeah. Bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, nobody knows that MIT has like has business school. They always think it's just for engineering because engineering is number one. But at the time, we were number two for management, too. Mm. But nobody like really talked about that. But yep, went to Sloan for undergrad, interned on Wall Street at Morgan Stanley. And that's how I learned more about stocks. But I'm like you, Mandy, when you were like, I don't want to, you know, like everybody sees finance and they're like, I just don't want to do that. Like, it's so negative and bad. But the thing is, like, I thought that way, too. Like after the internship, they were like, Terry, do you really want to work here? And I was like, um, you know, this is of the devil. I'm about to go do something else. Like, I literally said that in my final interview and that was not the right thing to say. Oh, like, no. Wait, what, what, <laughs> not at all. What about it was of the first of all, I love that expression. Um, yes. What about it was so bad? What was turning you off? 
you know what the 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 honest truth was the actual job was good. So the the whole sentence that I told them was, I used to think that this was from the devil, but now I like it and want to work here. They didn't hear the second part of the sentence. Um, like clearly they didn't hear that part. They just heard the first part. But I think it's like, it's a mindset thing. Like in our households, we're not taught that money is good. We're taught that money is bad. And we're taught that like, you don't want to work in a building for 24 hours a day. And it's, you're never going to have a life. Like, you know, we hear all these things about Wall Street. So that's where that thought had come from. It was really just like a concept in my head. It wasn't the truth. Mm. It wasn't the truth at all. So what in that interview was so were you were you wanting a career at that point? Or were you just like ready to, you know, just say, you know, this is not for me. Thank y'all very much. I'm moving on. I'm Nigerian. So, of course, I wanted the offer, but I already had in mind that I was going to go into consulting. Like, I wanted them to be like, yes, I will give you millions of dollars. And I wanted to be able to be like, no, that's okay. I already got this job in consulting. (laughs) And and like, literally, that's what I did. Like, I I had a job in consulting at Monitor Group. And that's where I was helping businesses. And one of our clients was Teach for America. And I went into this long 10-year track in education from that. I worked at in consulting and then went over and moved into the the administrative side of Teach for America, helping teachers learn how to teach better. I did the operation sides of the teacher trainings in Houston. We Shout out to Houston Institute if anybody was in Houston Institute. And then from there, I went to sem- like my 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 journey is very weird. I went to seminary after that. Like I worked for TFA for three and a half years and was like, I'm going to go learn about the Bible. I've always wanted to do something fun and then worked for a ministry and then came and was an assistant principal of an elementary school. And in that, yeah, girl. How old are you? You look to be about 25. And yet you're telling me the life of someone who's had like 55 (laughs) lifetimes in one Whoa, okay. That's good Niger, Niger skin. I will take that. I will take that all day. Give me an extra 10, 12 years. Okay. Um, But yeah, all all of that. And then when I was assistant principal, I know this is the longest story, but to tell you, when I became assistant principal, I thought that it was everything I wanted it to be, and it was not. I was stressed all the time. I was crying in the bathroom. I was like literally like dragging to go to work in that building every day because of the administration. And I needed an exit strategy. And for me, I went back to where I had come from 10 years ago, that little hobby that I had of trading stocks and said, I think that I can make this a real thing. If I could just make $300 a day, I can replace my assistant principal income And I started working towards that, taking classes, practicing trading every day. And when I got to that $300 a day, I quit and started living my real dream, which was traveling all over the world and trading stocks. When was that? How long long ago was that when you quit? That was 2017. Not that long ago. Not that long ago. So were you scared, Terry? You know, like when I made the leap from teacher to budget Nista, I was really afraid. And I kind of always had like, I can always go back to becoming a teacher in my back pocket. Low key, I still say that now. Um, but you, you know, I, I didn't have a choice in making the leap, but you chose. Were you scared, you know, during that time? Or were you just feeling like, you know what, the world is my oyster and, you know, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna dive straight in. I wish I could have said that. Girl, I was so scared. I was so scared. Like, I was scared to the point that, like, I knew I needed to have this, the conversation with my principal when I was quitting, and I hid in my friend's hospital room. I, like, pretended he was my boyfriend, and he was not. I was like, you know what? He's not feeling good, and he's my boyfriend, and I've got to be with him every moment of every day. <laughs> and my principal's like, but the phone works inside the room. And I was like, no, it doesn't work in here. I didn't say that for real, but really I did. Like, I was so afraid to have the conversation to leave because, like, this was a cushy job. Like, I had worked so hard all year so that the next year was going to be easier. Like, I had, like... I had done all the things and now I was going to leave and start trading full time. Like, no. And then on top of that, like I was so afraid because I had said that I wanted to travel, but then like I I got scared of that. So I got a lease and, and I'm, I'm a God girl. So like I, I fully felt that God was telling me you should go travel and you should trade. 
But I was like, okay, God, how about this? I'll do one of those, but not the other. I will trade, but I'm gonna stay right here close to home. So if anything goes wrong, I can go back to my mom or I can go live with my aunt because I I needed a comfort, Mm. a a blanket, a security blanket. But do y'all know I lived on the 25th floor and that apartment flooded. Wait, (laughs) Mm. how? Someone's pool leaked? What happened? So apparently, I found out from the from the janitor. Apparently, somebody was like cooking drugs two floors above me on the twenty seventh floor. The sprinklers, <laughs> I know, right? The sprinklers went off, and then something happened where the sprinkler pipe didn't work right, and it flooded just my corner of the building. So all of the units on my corner were flooded out, and I literally had to like give up everything and only had two suitcases left to my name. Oh, oh man! Gosh. I mean, you said and should this, we bring God into? It? I'm like, that's pretty biblical. That feels like I God know. is like. I need to and get that out of pesky here. meth, you know, yeah. oh, meth strikes again. <laughs> Wasn't there a chapter and verse about a meth lab in the Bible? I'm pr- I can't remember the one. Um, I'm kidding. Great, that one back in, in the Old Testament. Yep, that one. Yeah, no, the no. very Old Testament. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay. Yeah, girl, it was man, it was crazy. So for me, that was the okay. No matter how afraid you are, this has got to be bigger than you. You better go. How much like, did you have in the bank when you quit? Yes. Go. Do you mind answering that? I, yeah. So I actually had thirty five thousand that I had moved over from my old retirement accounts. So in that, like, remember I told you, like, I had quit this job and then went to this job. Like, I had money left in those old uh, four, some of them are 403Bs and the 401K. And I moved those over to self-directed IRA. So I had 35000 in that account. Was that all of your retirement money or just, like, the leftover? You put, that was was just your 401K you cashed out. Wow. Yeah. Well, because remember, while I, okay, I didn't tell you guys this, but I had been trading as a side hustle while I was still working in all those education jobs. So I was maxing out my 401k. Like I, in one job, I was putting in 18,000 a year, one year, because I didn't need the money. Got it. Mm-hmm. So I had that, like about 18,000, and then each company had matched. Like when I went up to 5%, then the companies had matched that too. So- to me, to me, thirty five thousand felt like a lot of money at the time because I was only making like sixty thousand. Yeah. So I was like, I got half my my income saved up. Yeah, I guess I was just asking because it sounded like you had no money left. Like you took your only four hundred one k and you were just living off of that money while you quit your job. But you actually had um, like other other retirement accounts and investments on the side that were also sustaining you, right? Or am I getting that wrong? Great question. It actually was more like I was investing with 35000 and I might have had, I had some money from insurance. Like after the flood, then I got some insurance money. So I was living off of that, and then I had the 35000 in my retirement. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you did work invest. I still don't get it. I'm confused. We no, can so take this she, out, but I need to understand. <laughs> no, yeah. so, so you had money in your retirement account that you withdraw instead of rolling it over to another retirement account. Correct, Terry? Yes. I had first put it into a self-directed IRA Mm -hmm. and then moved it from the IRA to cash account. Because you said, you know what? I can do better with my money than my retirement account can do with my money. But you you had other money that you had saved that you were actually living off of. Yes, but not a lot. To tell you guys the truth, I didn't have just a whole bunch of other money. This was definitely a faith move. So okay, you was so you were like dangerously. Girl, <laughs> right? That's why Mandy's like, wait a minute. You was just out here like, hope these trades work. I'm waiting for the part where you said you had saved $200,000. No, I'm kidding. But no, so you took that 35K and you were like, this is my trading money. Let's make some magic happen. Because up until that point, how much had you been working with in terms of your trading? Like how much were you trading um, at a given time? Still, that that same thirty thousand. So the goal was, I have thirty thousand. I'm trying to make one percent of it on a regular basis. That's three hundred dollars, and I would keep that base okay. amount and then live off of the money that I make. Okay, so yeah. you had been using that for some time. It wasn't like you you left your job and you you had already been using that money to trade with to make your two hundred bucks and three hundred bucks a month. And once you were like, okay, I'm really here. Let's let's rock and roll and just do this full time. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So from that 300 goal, 
you then leveled it up to a thousand bucks a day. Yes, as I've been okay. as I was trading, so right. it stayed at three hundred until I'm like, that's a wow, realistic I'm number in my mind. I, I'm liking the three hundred. I feel mm-hmm. like people, you know, you haven't lost me yet. <laughs> like that sounds possible. It's very yeah. like it wasn't like some you know like incredibly you know high goal to start with. You know, like you really it felt it feels to me like you were starting at like a reasonable pace. Yeah, I tell my students to try to make like one percent of your cash amount. And that's doable. Um, when you think about a lot of traders, they'll give you the extravagant, like, I want to go for the Maserati. I want to make a million dollars. No, no. Just do 1% of your cash amount. And there's five trading days in a, in a week. So that's 5% return a week if you can be consistent. Now, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. So like this is a goal and an average. It's not like I have to make this every day, but it's a goal. And even if you do that, like, just say you did that five times a month, that's still 5% a month. That's that's 20% in four months. Now, our goal is 20% a month, but you don't have to work that hard. Does that make mm. sense? It does. Yeah. You're such a teacher. I was like, oh, she, she, she checked for she understanding. Slowed she slowed it all right down for me. I <laughs> and then she checked for understanding. It. Does that make sense? I was like, oh, Sarah's like, such a teacher. I love Miss that. Woodruff, Miss Woodruff, are you following? <laughs> <laughs> no, and honestly, that's such a realistic goal. And I'm, I'm glad you shared that because I think, I mean, Mandy and I have definitely seen, I'm sure you have too, Terry, that, you know, as a result of like economic uncertainty, qu- quarantine, pandemic, everyone is, has been racing to trading. I never heard this many people, regular, regular people talk about trading the way they are now. And but everyone's thinking that they're going to get like the Maserati and the mansion and whatever right away. So to hear you give real a realistic um, explanation of returns, it's good. I think people can say, okay, one, I can do it too, and two, that doesn't seem so crazy. One percent a day, you know? Yeah, and I think people need to put it in perspective. The average return for like a longer term investor is eight to 10% mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. So for me to say, try to aim for 1% on a regular basis, like even if you do that eight times within a year, you've met the average. Now, if you can do it a few more times than that, you're beating the average. So when people say, oh, you know, I'm going to start with 2000 and make 40,000, like that doesn't even make sense. Making the first 2000 would be a 100% return when the average is 8 to 10%. So don't go for a 100% return. Go for small bite-sized returns that you can, you know, add up over time. So when you are someone, I, I imagine a lot of the students in your in your class, which is has been incredibly, I think you have a, it's on Teachable. It was like the number one class on Teachable or something. Congratulations. That's <laughs> amazing. Um, so I bet a lot of your students probably are wondering, you know, how much of my money should I be trading with? You have, and, and what's your advice to them, especially if they may have other obligations, you know, mortgage, or they have other goals or retirement and maybe some student loan debt. How do you help them figure out where to start and how much to start with? Yeah. Trading is a skill set. So let me start there. It's something that you need to grow to become better at. So when you're first starting, I think you should start with just enough to open a brokerage account and then trade with a simulator, which is fake money until you become good. So I'd say start there. You don't have to put all your money in. I have one person, she reached out to me. She's like, Terry, I got $45,000. I'm ready to invest. Where do I put it? I was like, girl, you know what? You leave it right there for a minute. And I'm going I'm to ask you to take just 500 of it. And let's start there first. <laughs> then I know, right? She's like, really? I'm like, yes, because it's a skill set. Like you got to mm-hmm. get good at it first. Then from there, After you see that, okay, I'm learning trade and travel, I'm learning Terry's method with Invest with Terry method, then go to $2,000. At $2,000, one of the things that we we work with is things called margin account, and that can be very risky, I understand. But at $2,000, you can open that kind of account and have access to more tools from a broker. So $2,000 is the next goal. And then you're trying to still make just that 1% return. So you're trying to make $20 on a regular basis. If you can get good and be consistent, that means you're making $100 a week, $400 extra a month, which I will say with smaller amounts like 2000 is a little more challenging, but doable. 
after that, once you're seeing, okay, Terry, I think I'm getting good at this. I'm seeing my 1% return on a regular basis. Then you can start putting more money in your account. And and that'll be up to you depending on what your goals are. Does that make sense? No, it does. I love that. So my sister, um, Carol, is... um, She's like a resident investor. But honestly, for the last like a year and a half, she was using the sim- simulator accounts because she was so nervous and scared, even though she's been like investing since like college. I remember when she was telling us about this new company called Tesla. And I was like, girl, what are you talking about? Electronic cars. Sounds crazy to me. And she's like, well, I'm putting $1,500 in. And I think at the time, Terry, it was like $30 a share. And then it went up to like 60 or 100 And she's like, you should do it now, Tiffany. I was like, mm, nope, not me. And then, and now we all know the end of that story. And I look back and I'm like, why didn't you tell me more? She's like, girl, I told you. And I remember her coming to like Thanksgiving and saying like, hey, because she's an engineer. So she was really excited about like, you know, the advent of like, you know, and a viable electronic car. And like, so it really was her field. And she's a mechanical engineer. So yeah, so, so she really wanted to get into trading, but she was nervous. And she, um, so she's been doing a simulator for a year and a half and, and so finally, she over the last couple of months, she jumped in to like actually trading with her real money. And but she's like one of these super, super nervous Nellies. But she as a, her engineering job, she was let go during the pandemic because they just, you know, they just could not afford to keep really anyone. Um, and she's like, you know what? She's got two little kids. They're six and four. And she's like, I actually don't want to go back to work. You know, like I want to be home. And uh, so now, because she's like a really good saver, all of us really are. Well, except for Lisa. Boo on you. Lisa's a baby. And I ain't going to call out Lisa. Right. Useless, <laughs> Lisa. Sister. That's what we call her. Useless. <laughs> that's very Nigerian to say. Yeah, useless. People are like, oh my God. Like, oh no, she's used to it. She's Nigerian. So that's not so, the Lisa um, rule you talk about. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, <laughs> so, but I'm really proud of her because- to your point, Terry, she's really just like, okay, she she took it really slowly. She practiced, practiced, practiced. She built her skill set. And even now, the amount of money that she's investing with is not nearly like all that she has saved. And, you know, like she'll call me every week and be like, oh my God, I made $300. Or, oh my God, I lost $200. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so like, I'm really proud of her. And I really can see herself in the next six months to a year really rocking and rolling. And so I'm praying that she doesn't have to go back to work, but it can really be so life-changing. Can you share with us like some of like the amazing, like life-changing stories of people that you've helped with your trade and travel course and, and how, you know, they were able to just live a different life as a result? Yes. It's so good when you have a goal too. I think that makes it so much better. So like I have one student, Crystal, and her goal was to renovate her kitchen. And mm-hmm. her husband told her, like, well, this is all the money you're going to get. Like, you either <laughs> use this and renovate the kitchen or whatever. And so she said, well, Terry, I decided that I was going to trade with the money to make the money to, to renovate the kitchen. So she actually had, I think her kitchen was going to cost her about 30000 So I will say, you can start making, like, bigger returns when you get to that twenty to 30000 range. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted people to know that because some people are going to say, well, can I make $1,000 a day with $5,000? it will be a little tougher. You can, but it's tougher. But she had about, I think she said 30000 that she was going to use for the kitchen renovation. She put it into an account and she actually traded within six months and made the same amount of money for her kitchen. So she used the money she traded with to renovate the kitchen. And then she has the money in her account still to, to like trading. do another project. Yes. I love so. So cool. And then I have another student. She actually like paid off all her debt. Like I paid off my student loans, but like when my students do it, that's more important. Like she paid off $100,000 of student loan debt with trading. Yes. That's amazing. And life transforming. Like not just waiting around for debt forgiveness. (laughs) Yes. Then Then there's smaller goals. Like those are big ones. But some of the smaller goals is I have one student. He just wants to pay off his car note so that he can have whatever car he wants and not have to worry about his wife telling him no. And so like he pays three, I think it was like 274 is his payment, his car payment every month. And he just 
makes enough trading to pay for the car. And then I have a couple other students, like one of them, she's getting um, chemo treatment. And so she's been actually trading while she's in the hospital. So she's like, it keeps my brain moving. It keeps me energized and motivated. So it's, it's small things. It's learning a new skill. It's making sure that you're taking care of little things so that your wife doesn't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Or even just like bigger things like paying off debt. Mm-hmm. So what? it's it's been really cool. I know when Tiffany mentioned, you know, your sister coming and talking about Tesla for me, and then Terry, what you said about having a goal in mind. I feel like for me, what's really um, what can be stressful is when you're kind of caught, uh, whether it's on social media. Just yesterday, there was a, a, a in- investing influencer that I follow, and he was he was kind of taking a dump on one of the ETFs that I had bought last year, which I'm doing fine in, thank you very much. <laughs> but he was like, "Oh, this ETF is not performing." I told y'all, ha ha ha. Um, and 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 I feel like those those comments from friends or social media they can sort of they make you feel like oh am I missing out on something or do I not know something and for me what I feel like I'm personally missing with my because I do trade um, I, we have about ten thousand dollars well we started with like five thousand dollars and now it's up to like fourteen and I feel like what I'm kind of missing well thanks. <laughs> What I what we're kind of missing is like a strategy. So I hold myself back. I don't mm-hmm. really know what my strategy is other than like, oh, this sounds pretty good. Or also, <laughs> I like Peloton. So let me get some stock. Or mm, people are using technology. So I'm going to get that technology ETF. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. strategy wise, where do you how do you help people figure out the strategy? And what's like a simple way, an entry point to to stock trading? Yeah. So I think it's really important to have a trading plan. That's where your strategy comes in. And then my strategy includes like it's four big pieces. Um, but then like I can I can even go a little further for the more advanced. But the first thing is you got to have some criteria around what stocks you're choosing. Mm-hmm. And when you have like each person may have some different criteria, but part of mine is I'm looking for healthy companies. I'm not a penny stock girl. I'm not like a skeptical. Oh, I heard somebody say this in the bathroom and I'm just going to like pick that up. Like, no, the companies that I'm trading are the same ones. I don't see y'all laughing, but it's like not yeah. the bathroom. Hey, girl. <laughs> But sometimes you do hear the random people at the beauty shop and you're like, oh, maybe I should try that one. No, like there's some set criteria around how to pick the right company. Then there, you have to have some criteria around when do you take money off the table? Like what's your risk management plan? And for me, that includes how am I calculating my reward to risk ratio? How am I calculating how many shares that I take, my quantity size? How am I calculating even when I take the trade? Like your entry point makes so much difference. And so that's like another part of my plan. I'm looking at charts to determine my entry point. And that's going to be, as people think about their strategy, um, like when do you enter a trade? If if I get into Apple at $130 and you get into Apple at $150, we're both in Apple, but I got in at a better time. So I'm using charts to figure that out, Right. And then we're figuring out, so then I have the whole little trading plan, but like, when do you exit a trade? Are you a long-term trader that never exits because you just believe so much in this company? Or are you exiting when you see a certain thing happen in the chart? Or are you exiting when you hit a goal? There's like a whole exit strategy. So Mm -hmm. I personally have a seven-step strategy, but those are some important parts that are included or should be included in your plan. So that seven-step strategy, you can... You can find out by getting your course, I imagine, right? <laughs> Trade oh, <yeah>. and travel. <laughs> yes. In yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to see my student right about now. But also, ooh, I remember that part. I remember that part. My plan, my plan. <laughs> but the <laughs> did you make it to week four? Because that's when we put it all together in week four. You know, I want to so, say that I'm like at the very beginning of week four. I was like super gung ho, and then Mandy was right. I was like, "Girl, you're supposed to be on vacation." Um, so <laughs> no, because I was. Life well, well, happens. <laughs> life happens, and this is true. Because I too was like, "Tiff, are you on vacation?" I'm so proud of you, and you're like, "I'm in the course." <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like you're doing too much, Tiffany. In the like, course, is it all simulator though? Is it fake? Like you're playing with um, fake money to start with? Actually, it's going to be up to you as a student. Some students are are super like I'm getting in right now. The way I learn is with real money. I of course mm-hmm. encourage you to start with with the fake money first, so that you can you know learn and become good. But some what students jump right in. Uh, girl, please, you know me. I'm a skinny girl. I am. Sim- <laughs> I'm still simulating. <laughs> 
It's time for the simulator. It's time for the simulator. Get it, get it. Like, oh, yeah. that makes me less scared. I just assumed with a course like that that you would want people to put in real money. Meanwhile, it's so silly because, like I said, like what was it last week? I didn't realize I had money because I had made money on my trading account through my brokerage, like, you know, that that money I talked about. I think we had $3,000 that we could put back. And it just been sitting there, just doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, let me get on up there and go shopping. And yeah. <laughs> I bought some Apple and I bought some other stuff. And um, I can't even remember now. I, oh, yeah, I got some um, solar energies. I'm trying to, I, I like alternative energies now because, you know, I own a Tesla. So <laughs> I'm obnoxious that way. <laughs> she's right, she's like, <laughs> just drop it in there. I own a Tesla like, that I never you wanted. You lost money on, on I being know, a Tesla, Tesla but stock, but. <laughs> we over anyway. Literally, my, on her $1,500, my sister made over 30000 and that's what she used yeah. to pay for her wedding. I was like, yes. Stories like that are amazing, but they're, you know, that's why I'm like, Terry, yes, you know. I mean, I think that's lucky, right? But yes. it's hard to teach luck. You know what right. I mean? Right? That's, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, true. And that's so funny. that's, I think that it's fun to have a, it's even like, I had thought of my my trading money as my play money. But I I even think of, it's not so much, I'm not playing with it. I'm like, I, I, I invested, we opened that account a year or two ago. Uh, we chose our stocks and we, I was just like, Let's ride it, you know, long term. That's how I get out of having to trade. I'm just like, oh, I'm a long term investor. We don't touch it. That's my strategy, isn't it? Smart. Um, but in the, it, it's almost like having play money on top of that to try to like get those. What do you call it? Like um, exploratory or, or like you're speculating. Mm-hmm, like you think mm-hmm. it's it's like having even a separate bucket mm-hmm. for that. You know, the one off stock if you think it's going to be hot. Um, you see- it just can't happen all the time. You know, Mandy, I think the big thing, though, is that even when people say that they're long-term investors, they need the skill set to know Mm -hmm. when is a good time to get back into another stock or get into the same stock again or reinvest. Because like Mm. the last couple of weeks, um, I'm not sure when you guys are going to hear this podcast, but like in the end of September of 2021, like a lot of the tech stocks fell a lot. And that would have been a great time to yeah. start reinvesting or getting into some of those stocks that you've been wanting to have. Like I've been, I've been following Adobe stock for the longest time, but it was just running. It was way too expensive for me. But in the last, in the last month, the end of September, it came down a hundred dollars. Wow, that's a great time to enter the company. It's still a great company. Nothing about the fundamentals of the company has changed. Just the market had brought it down. Even for mm-hmm. a long-term investor, like those are the kind of things you need to know from strategy that says, hey, flag, alert, mm-hmm. this is the time to invest your money because otherwise you'll have just, you know, oh, I got a little extra money. Things are at all-time highs. Let me put it in now instead of a strategy behind it. Yeah, well, it's funny you mentioned that because the ETF that I was talking about that this influencer was taking a dump on was a tech <laughs> one. And I was like, yeah, it's down a lot of tech. It's got, you know, its top major holding is Tesla. And right behind that is another tech company. It's all, it's all very tech. And mm-hmm. um, at least I knew enough. I, I get that. I get when when someone is talking about a moment in time for whether it's an mm. ETF. Because an ETF is like a stock. I mean, you can trade it like a stock, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it can go up and down throughout the day, which is different. I try, and I was proud that I, I, I did check and I was like, how am I doing? But I didn't <laughs> make any decisions. I didn't decide to dump it because for me, I mean, that is like a long-term goal. And I, and I feel like, are the companies in this, are the companies, do I, do I still believe in them and believe in this fund? And, you know, I stuck with it, but that little jerk, you know, that, that, that social media tug, it was definitely, it was definitely giving me a social little bit media, of pause. Social media just be tearing apart lives, goals, and dreams. <laughs> I but I want to brag on Terry for like a moment because she's being like super humble. So one, um, so if you guys have like, you know, I have my online school. It's it's hosted on Thinkific and Terry hosts her online school on Teachable. She is the very first school on Teachable to cross over the $10 million mark. Right, Terry? Yeah, actually, I'm the first school to cost the $25 million mark. What? You made $25 million. Yeah. So, wait, so, so, 10, <laughs> so 10 was in 2020, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then what, 2021? Is that when you made? Yeah, I crossed 20 million. And then recently Teachable took me out and they, they were like, yeah, so you're the first one to cross 25 million. <laughs> so no, now to be clear, is it? 10 million in a year, 25 million in a year, or like come, 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 lifetime, line. lifetime. So okay. 2018. That's when I started teaching. So since okay. 2018, I gotta but ask you've made the, several I feel like lifetimes. The gift don't be giving us, money. um, 
Because we crossed over the 20, 20 million mark. I don't be getting taken out to dinner. Think if it tap, tap, tap. Where's my um my clams and chowder? <laughs> you know what? I felt that way with um what's the one that gives those plaques? Click funnels. I was like, come on, teachable. I need some like big record label plaques. <laughs> yeah, and YouTube too. They get like that. Well, yeah, YouTube Girl, gives the big plaques. Yes, because I was looking the other day. I was like, okay, we crossed twenty. I don't. Because they they must be taking a cut, girl, right? So one, that's just incredible, twenty five million. But it certainly took us longer than it took Terry. She's slaying. But what I really, really, really love, bigger than the earnings component, is I saw the story. You know, I know how much her faith means to you. Um, and I saw the story about how there were some churches in Texas. Remember, Texas had those terrible storms, Mandy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and always, so, but yes. I know, right? It seems but like just, always, sadly. I know. And so I saw that, um, the story about a pastor that was thanking Terry because she donated, donated of her own money $500,000 to churches in Texas. And I was just like, wow. Like for so many people who think that money can be like this like tool for death and destruction and evil, you know? Mm-hmm. But what I really love is that for you, you know, that yes, you make, you know, a, a bunch of money, but to be able to do something like that must have been so transformative. How did that feel? Oh man, I absolutely love, like that's the blessing part of being able to have wealth. Like you can then bless so many people. Mm-hmm. And like, I know that literally that's what I'm called to do. Like the reason why I've been able to, to, gain money is so that I could then give it to other ministries and other people doing good in the world. Like literally, I see myself like there's this one guy, um, his name is uh, Joseph in the Bible. And I think he gets put in jail. Like his whole story is crazy. But at the end of the day, like family comes to him and he's able to make sure that everybody's fed. And I see myself in that position now. Like I feel like the Lord has allowed me to have this blessing so that I can help other people when they're in need. And that's, that's been amazing. It's just been incredible. Right. So I, well, we, are you familiar with a woman named, um, Farnoosh, um, Terry? No. uh -uh. So Farnoosh is one of me and Mandy's like, like old school OG financial friends. And I (laughs) went to a conference once and, um, she was speaking like on a panel and she said something that really transformed the way I thought about money because I'd been scared to make a lot of money because I thought I don't want to be a bad person. And isn't that what money, when you make too much, what that means? And she said something that was really powerful that speaks back to what you just shared. She said that if everyone doesn't have the ability or the opportunity, I'll say, um, to achieve great wealth, and if you do, you ought to go for it because there are children that you will help. There are causes that you will serve as a woman, right? She's like, there are opportunities that you'll pour into that other people will overlook. And so as you grow wealth, you are able to be that person to say, you know what? I I want the kids in Detroit to go to college. You know what? I want my village in Nigeria to have fresh water. You know what? These are opportunities. These are you know, challenges that other people, it it won't interest them, you know, but just because it doesn't touch them. And so it's what put the battery in my back to say, go Tiffany, go. Because, you know, like I felt guilty about having, now I don't anymore. I'm like, girl, bye. But I did at the moment, you know, and it helped to put the battery in my back to say that one of the tools for great wealth is to be able to help in ways that other people might not have, might not be able to. And so I think, you know, when I read that, I was like, I'm going to put that on my vision board to be able to donate a significant amount of money in that way that's, that's transformative to a community. Yeah. And I do want to clarify, because sometimes in social media, the numbers are all, are, are, um, are gone wrong. So I've given over 500,000, but it's to nonprofits and the churches. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to make sure that that was clear. No, but I, thought, I think that's just amazing. And it just speaks to your, to who you are as a person, your clarity, your Terry and I, um, Mandy, we chatted. I think I, I said it on the podcast once we chatted maybe like a couple of months ago. And, um, I was like, um, we were talking, this is maybe, maybe this was a year ago, but we were talking about like projecting like, Oh, what do I want to make? You know, the next year. And I said, oh, I think maybe 20 million, you know? And Terry was like, I was thinking 50. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) But you need those kind of conversations because I limited myself because I was like, there's no way I can do that. And when Terry was like, well, I mean, I think I can do it. I was like, well, me too. I mean, let me let me, let me erase my vision board. I, you know, I, let me put me, put me down for 50 as well, please. And even yes. if I didn't, 
You know, I didn't make 50 this year, but just not the fact yet. that, you know, not yet, but I do truly believe that I can and I will. But because I look at Terry, she's regular, you know, woman just like me, Nigerian, black, like kind, fun. Like, you know, like when you meet Terry, you're not, you don't think to yourself like this is someone who's untouchable. And so to have an example of someone who is able to achieve, you know, this level of success just makes it more palatable and real. Um, for someone like me. So I just I just thank you for showing up fully. Uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And you know what? The only reason that I can show up is because I've seen other people show up. Like when I seen like you and Daniel Leslie and Rachel Rogers all talk about like your first million dollar months. I was like, oh, that's what we're doing now. Okay, we're doing million dollar months. Cool. Let's go. And then it was like, okay, we're doing 10 million dollar years. Okay, got it. That's got it. Let's go. Like, so when you see other people that are doing doing other things and they have these bigger goals, I think that gives all of us something to aspire to. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, okay, sis, I see you. Good job. Keep shining. Let's go. Okay. Like we need each other to be able to do things that are bigger. Yes. Big goals. Hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with Afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brown ambition to get your discount today. Remember, your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know, we work hard and we play hard. But when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment automated investment and savings app can help it do keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you know what, I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology, it's going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350. 50 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show 
will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash brown ambition. Just go to indeed.com slash brown ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash brown ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire, you need Indeed. I mean, obviously, you have such a huge heart. And you said that your faith is really important to you. And I'm, and I don't think it's, I don't think it's that new. I mean, I feel like there's definitely, I've read the articles, and I might have written one back in the day, the (laughs) financial advice that is buried in the Bible, not buried, but it's there. Um, So can you talk about your faith? And I know you wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, bringing your faith to the table, bringing your full authentic self to the table, because, you know, just as much as your knowledge about the market is a part of who you are, you know, your faith also comes with that. And I'm sure that's what draws some of your audience to you. But yeah, talk a little bit about that and 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 your journey and feeling more comfortable and embracing that side of yourself publicly. Thank you, Mandy. Thanks for asking me about that. Because I, so one of the things that I sponsored as we were talking about, like me sponsoring things is, um, nonprofit called Polished. And they help women who are in the workplace in corporate America to be able to talk about their faith. And they just did this really cool conference called Boldly. And I was one of the speakers and I talked about talking about God in social media. And I think so many times we're afraid to talk about God in social media because we think that like, if we say God, then we won't have people like us. We won't, you know, we'll lose our followers. Or if we say God, then our growth will be limited or stunted because we won't attract the same audience or we'll turn away people. But one thing I've seen even in myself is when I talk about God, I draw more people to me. I draw the right people. I draw the people who want to hear more about, and maybe it is, they just want to make sure that there's morals and values in finance, but we draw the right people to us when we're really able to be our authentic self. So I'm, I'm so thankful that you asked me about that. Cause, cause yeah, it's been an important part of my journey and I, I've got to give God all the glory for everything that's happened in my life. Yeah. I think we're just at this time now where it feels like your one belief in something it, it's almost like people can extrapolate extrapolate a whole identity based on the fact that, you know, you believe in a certain thing or you don't believe in something. And I and it, it is it's very it can feel like um, it can feel like people just take for granted that you have certain beliefs, that you have certain prejudices because maybe you have faith. And that is certainly not my experience. Um, and it but for I, I totally get what you're saying. Um, it almost it, it scares people. It's like one of these topics that has become. Sadly enough, like as often weaponized as it is used as a tool to help people lift people up, you know, I think we've seen a lot of, um, you know, a a lot of examples where religious religion has has been used as an excuse to treat people not so great. Um, uh, And at the same time, that's why I'm like, yeah, Terry, if you have a a compassionate, you know, wonderful, true, like, you know, version of faith that you can share with the world and show that you can still be a badass that makes the money at the same time. Like <laughs> that to me, let's have more of that. That's yes. great. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Cause a lot of times people will say like, like this whole idea of a Bible and money is, is a big issue. Cause there's some people with faith that'll say, well, you know, if you, if you're really making a lot of money, well, why don't you do the Christian thing and just give everything for free? Why are you selling anything? Mm -hmm. And then there's some people that are like, um, oh, you know, uh, money is the root of all evil. But then there's people like me and I'm like, I'm, I'm the woman in the Bible. Like there's this one, one story where it says that there were women that were following along with Jesus and the disciples and out of their resources, they were paying for everything. I'm like, I'm that girl. I'm, I'm Mary with the alabaster box and alabaster is expensive. But the one that's like breaking open the alabaster to like anoint God because because she had it, but she's giving out of her resources. And and I'm hoping that I'm able to encourage more people to do that. Like we're able to build mm-hmm. wealth so we can really impact change in the world. Because I think, Tiffany, I've heard you say this before, but like change is made when you have a seat at the table. Yes. And a lot of times you can only get a seat at the table when yep. you have the wealth to be there. Yep. So like we're making sure that we're going to get a seat at the table and that we're really able to impact change with our with our wealth but also our mindset cuz we can raise our hand in those rooms yeah mm-hmm. i i i sure i went to terry so terry has like a tour where she has this great new documentary where she shows her move to um Mex- not mexico puerto rico my bad puerto rico <laughs> 
different and, places. Um, it was it was awesome to see like the nervousness, the the transition, the change. Her house is absolutely. It's like. MTV MTV Cribs time. Some of y'all too young. Let's, let's see. Wait, what, you're full time in Puerto Rico. You live there now. See, si, I am. Yeah, yeah. Her house is handy. Move this year. It's bought a house. Yeah, insane. Her house Ooh. is insane. But then I saw that you also hit a milestone aside from moving to Puerto Rico, where you traded and made a million dollars in uno dia. That's one day for y'all who don't speak no Spanish. You know, I we're did. all bilingual up in here. <laughs> a million dollars <laughs> in one day. That's crazy I could did. you ever have imagined that like terry who priest of you know a principal assistant principal terry sitting there like you know it's too much like but like a million dollars in one day so i have a question how is to make a million dollars in one day trading how much did you have to trade in order to hit that that goal Meaning Great like, question. yeah, what did you have to use? Yeah. So I've, I've actually done it a couple times now. So the, Excuse the, first, me. Uh, <laughs> the first time um, it was about 800,000. So I wow. made over a hundred percent return, but I did have to exactly. invest a lot to be there. Yes. So for those people who are like, oh, I want to make it do know that you have to come to the, come to the table with some money to be able to invest. But I was investing in Amazon options okay. and they jumped within one day. Um, actually, I, I did a swing trade, though, because if you buy it and sell it in one day, that's a day trade. But I mm -hmm. bought it and then sold it the next day. Okay. So, yeah. So it was a swing trade. It was Amazon options. Mm -hmm. Loved it. I invested 800000 I did it again, though, and I had only invested 300000 So this is, yeah. So same. I did it with Amazon options, but I, I had better timing. So this mm -hmm. is when, as you become a better trader, you start learning, okay, how does this move? When is the best time to get into this and you're able to have bigger returns with less amounts mm. so yeah Girl, I, awesome. did y'all hear she just said she used three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> to make one million dollars that's like you know it's accessible oh terry honestly people i know are foaming at the mouth like uh how i get me some of that um trade with terry course how I do think. they sign up honestly and like what's best practice like when they sign up because i know people sign up for things and sometimes they don't um take action right away so share with us like how can people sign up and then what do you suggest like how do they start so they can stick with it yes so i actually have a free webinar at tradeandtravel.com so you just type in trade the whole word and a and d travel.com mm -hmm. and that takes you to the free webinar on how i teach people to make a thousand dollars in a day i think that's the best place to start because it okay. teaches you what i teach you get to see if you like me as a teacher start there mm -hmm. and then um, i'm not sure if you guys are going to have a link on the podcast but that might be the best way of for them to actually go straight to we the will. course mm -hmm. yeah and then when they're ready, they can click that link and go straight to the course. Awesome. I love that too. This is how you know like a teacher for real. Because I love to do that too. That it's not about the gotcha, gotcha, gimme, gimme, gimme. It's like, well, first take this free class with me because you might not like my teaching style. You might not, you know, you'll learn something enough to be like, you know what? I can continue. I could not. This is why you're you're doing so well because, you know, like you can easily, I mean, I've seen people hard sell so much, but I, I always tell my mentees that like, if what you have is good, since you don't, you don't have to throw it, shove, you don't have to shove ice cream down my throat. I will eat ice cream. It's yummy. <laughs> Girl, we love it over here. I love cookies and cream. I don't know about y'all, but. Right? Like imagine a hard sell, like, girl, get you this cookies and cream. You're like, oh, but when something is really good, allowing people to get like a taste of it to see if it's a fit for them. You know, that speaks volumes about integrity and character and just how good your product is. And I can say as someone who's in it now, just because, you know, I be doing the most, but I, I was, re I was really enjoying myself because I was like, okay, literally it, there were things that I was like, oh, is that what people have been saying? The way you explained it, I was like, that's what that means. Okay. Oh, and so, good. yeah, I did the first few weeks. I have like, literally have my trading notebook. And then I fell off and my sister Kara was like, mm, not me. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> who's, so your, like, who's, your, who's your trading partner? I feel like everybody has like their trading partner. They're like, oh, you know, Abu, Abu is in the class and he made six <laughs> figures. So I'm about to make six <laughs> figures. And so-and-so is in the class and they made, okay. <laughs> you know, my, so I guess Kara, my sister is my trading partner, although she hasn't taken your class. Although she didn't ask me about it. She was like, how's Terry's class? I said, really good. She said, hmm. Okay, because she's someone like you who, like, she she takes courses. So she's like, I really want to learn, learn. 
So she was like, okay, maybe I'll invest in that class next because she's like, you know, I want, I want to be able to provide for my family in a way that's, you know, for me, for her, it's not just about, oh, I want a, a ton of cash. It's I want to be here while they're young to enjoy them at this age and not have to worry about taking care of them. So, um, no, I'm just so grateful that you're here, Terry, honestly, and just a shining example of what's possible. And I'm so happy because so many people don't want to talk about numbers, especially in um, our community, because, you know, anybody trying to get got. Um, right. But also, too, sometimes people see it as like bragging or whatever. And I struggle with sharing numbers, but I share numbers because I want you to see, well, Tiffany is silly and crazy and regular degular. So if her behind can get here, child, it is available to all of us. So I'm so glad that you show up fully. So everyone can see that like they too can achieve, you know, what you've achieved with work, obviously, and consistency, but it is possible. Thank you. And I'm actually so excited for your sister because I feel like she's going to love the course. Like when somebody's like already been trying to trade and then they mm -hmm. take the course, it just accelerates like what they're doing. So I just can't wait to see how she does. That's going to be <laughs> awesome. If she becomes richer than me, then I'm going to be like, girl, so all the vacations are on you now. <laughs> y'all can, you know? can come to Puerto Rico slash Mexico. Yes. <laughs> We know that those are not the same places. I know, please. It's my own fault. <laughs> my level of ignorance is terrible. It's okay. You got it, Eastry. Don't come like, for us. Don't come for us. No, I did not. It was not me. <laughs> oh, I wish we had so much more time. I feel like I, I have a million more questions, but I... I, I want to thank you, too, because I think I've been looking forward to this conversation. We've had you booked for weeks and weeks, it feels yes. like. And I have been, really been looking forward to it because I am at that Carol phase. I mean, I haven't made 35 G's on anything I've invested in, but I'm definitely like ready to put in the time to start taking it to the next level. Can I tell you all my goal so I can speak it to the universe? Yes, yes please, please. My, my goal is to trade my way to where I can pay my mortgage with my trading mm. um, income down the line so that we can just like pay this house off. That's my goal. That's I, awesome. I, and you know what? You make it sound not so crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't know if you're afraid to put the number out, but can you put the number out? So my mortgage is about $3,000 uh, okay. a month. Okay. Yeah. So I know you need a lot of money to get there. But even if it's like an extra 500 toward the mortgage, Actually, do you like, know what I mean? The, like the keeping to... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I no, didn't mean that's to interrupt it. you. <laughs> I'll decide later so if I want people to know my mortgage payment on the show or not, but you can know it. <laughs> well, but like my thought was like the way to break that down now is like you have $3,000, divide that by 20. That's how many trading days are in the are in a month. And then you say, okay, well, actually, that's only like $150 a day. Okay. Yeah. And you have 15. And I need 15,000 to do that? Yes. I'm good you at math. You said you had 15,000. <laughs> so your your 1% actually will get you to, to being able to make your mortgage payment. And then like your thought would be like, okay, so am I going to try to do this on a daily basis or mm. am I going to swing trade it? So, okay, $150 a day, that's about, what, 400 a month? I mean, a week? Am I doing mm -hmm. that right? No, no, I'm a little low. She's, I don't know. I'm like, 150 a day, 300 <laughs> every two days, six. So $750 a week. So like you can actually do some swing trades and try to get $750 a week or just $150 a day. Like you can totally do this. I'd love to. I'd love Sounds to work better with you than to help going you to Vegas. Girl, yes. I'm like, Amanda, you should be my <laughs> trading partner. We should, we should, we should take, I'll, I'll start from the beginning Listen, Terry's course for real. I thought you were way ahead of me. It. If you're just in play money. No, girl. <laughs> you know me. I am scaredy pants. Girl. I still have my, my pinky toe and talk about, ooh, it's hot. <laughs> I've been sneaking. I've been like buying things without telling Enrique because he doesn't really know that we have extra money to invest. And I'm like, Buy some more. No, apples. let's like honestly. Let I, if you want to check in weekly and take the course because it does feel like I always feel like Carol's like way ahead because she's like you're you're far behind. Bye. I'm like whatever because we even started like a WhatsApp and she just be talking and I'm like I don't know what those words to be. Um, so <laughs> I would love to start at the beginning for real because I I do have access to like a ton of money. There's times when I make six figures in a month take home, and I'm like I mean you know and I just imagine. <laughs> Like I, I can't could, be talking to y'all making twenty five million dollars. I, I just want to pay my like, baby mortgage like, off. No, look, the group is going to start with fifteen k. That is no, where that's, we're that, that's fine. Because I, I want to be able work. to, do, you know, because I want to be able to say like I want to. I want I'm, honestly one of my goals is I want to be able to pay for my my two nieces, Lily and Amelia, and Roman. I want to. I've already my husband and I have already set aside Alyssa's my my stepdaughter. She's fifteen. Her college fund is paid for. It's fully funded. Like my house is paid off. I paid off my parents' house. I paid off my student loan debt. But I'm like the last kind of like 
thing I really want to do for my family is to pay off like their college funds, like let them be fully funded. And then, you know, so like if I can in the next five years to say, because let's just say it's $250,000 per kid, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if I can trade my way to, you know, just under a million dollars to in the next three, well, honestly, they're at like six and four and three. So we have plenty of time, (laughs) but you know what I mean? But that would be a goal of mine. But also, oh, two, I want to trade my way to not only funding their college fund, I told you, you know, you before, Mandy, that I want to adopt, um, start adopting kindergarten classrooms in under, you know, um, in economically challenged um, neighborhoods to tell parents, if you get them to college, I will get them through college and to pay to set aside like, okay, how much is 10 kids times this amount of money per college? There's a woman who did that already. And like with her, you know, with this one classroom, well, I think she's done a six or seven by now over the last 30 years. So I she inspired me and I want to, I want to do that, you know? And so how do you get that kind of money? I know I'll get people who will donate money, you know, to that cause, but Mm -hmm. how do I provide for those kids in that way? And so, you know, trading, it's the thing like that, you know, I needed like a battery in my back because I feel like, you know, I make enough more than enough money for myself, but like to go for more, sometimes you just need that extra push. And so now I'm like, you know, here's or my extra push. reasons why I, yeah. it's hard yeah. for me to look past my own child and my husband. Like the fact that you're thinking of my, my, my siblings don't have any kids yet, but I'm like, nieces and nephews, they'll take care of themselves. They got daddies <laughs> and moms. <laughs> but no, I mean, True. thinking beyond yourself and think, you know, I think it's wonderful that you are thinking so big and putting a goal to the number because otherwise it just feels like the money is it's like you said like what is the money for yeah and giving it a purpose yeah this is really awesome terry thank you so much for being such an amazing guest where can people find you like where where are you and where can they find you thank you for asking because girl these impersonators on instagram (laughs) i saw (laughs) so many people (laughs) pretending to be me yeah so it's at terry egioma but let me spell that for y'all guys because people spell it wrong so t-e-r-i I-J-E-O-M-A. There's only two I's. There's somebody out there with three. That's not me. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's my like, sister's name, Ijama. That's my sister's name. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's very, it's very good, kind of good, good it, travel. Yes. Yeah, it means good journey. And so, like, it's meant to be. But, yep. <laughs> so, that's my name, Terry Ijoma. And um, you can find me on Instagram there or on YouTube or, um, or Instagram as well under Trade and Travel. So, Find me or if you're in YouTube. Puerto Rico and you just see a happy black woman walking around. Girl, living like, her best life. If you, Terry, where can they watch your documentary content. real quick? Because they need to see that. Lo- okay, so subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's uh, youtube.com slash trade and travel. We'll, mm-hmm. uh, we'll be launching it there okay. soon. It's not out publicly yet, but subscribe to the YouTube channel. When y'all see this house, you're going to be like, oh, ha- this is what Harriet Tubman meant. <laughs> <laughs> What, it's not uh, my dingy little Zen Den basement? Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> I, oh, Terry, it's been so fun to have you on. I cannot yes. wait for you all to hear this show. Um, we'll have all your links in the yes. show notes. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Take care. Thank you, Terry. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.